bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. Congratulations, Detroit. You can be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. The homicide tool has reached a nice even 750. Details on the latest leveling from Police Sergeant... Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... ...in the morning. The Hitless Tigers could use this guy's talents. Mount Clemens police have a 36-year-old man in custody. Seems he got home about 5 o'clock this morning from an all-night spree. That ticked off the little lady who unleashed a verbal barrage at the man. That apparently the last straw for him. He picked up his genuine Willie Mays power eyes lightning strike Louisville slugger baseball bat. Proceeded to hit a thousand on the woman's head. Pull you up a chair and listen to this. right sidetrack two nights in a row so much has happened in the last 24 hours that we just couldn't stay away sidetrack productions inc is the website for the podcast the photo galleries the web store whatever else is new links to our sponsors dirty hooker diesel lock performance hook magazine prime diesel and automotive diesel freak pms marketing ENS Motorsports in Pico. Some of the fine partners behind this program. So last night, as this, as last night's show was uploading, word came down that uh, the Mecosta County Fair here in Michigan, Big Rapids, is not going to happen. So that takes another one off the books. My June schedule is gone. July is getting really, really, really thin. And more about Michigan Fairs at the bottom of the program. The big news, the bomb that dropped, was uh, late this morning getting word that UCC is now not going to happen for 2020. It's going to move to the third weekend of May 2021. It'll be back as it always was. is that the right call? Is it the right move? Well, the time will bear that out. I know there's a lot of uncertainty going on as to whether or not uh, that event could even happen in the state of Indiana as originally intended. We just don't know stitch in time where that is. Uh, the The story is that it, they want to be able to do that and do an event such as this one after the 4th of July. Uh, in the state of Indiana and the intention of the governor there is to be open and and do things like this so uh, more power to them as far as that goes but there is also the open question of whether or not the border itself is going to be open we're hearing that the Canadian border would open June 20th that is a date that could still move as well and and if it doesn't open in time for July it holds out at least three of the teams from coming competing, maybe more, and a fair number of fans and vendors, frankly, 
from participating in in that event. Um, so Chris and James had a tough decision to make, and they decided to um, not do it. And for the competitors themselves, it seems like a fair number of them didn't really want to see it happen this year. And I believe it, the, that comes from a very good place, honestly. A lot of them, all of them, including my employer, we're all small businesses, okay? And it's hard to justify the expense of a, a toy like that or a race truck and, and going and doing something like this when you're worried about making sure all your employees are fed and have a job and that your customers are taken care of. Because there's going to be that guy who's, there's Mr. Must Be Nice that's just waiting to point that out. And I think most of the people who are involved in this have thick enough skin that that part of it doesn't matter. They don't care about that guy. But the reality is that, yeah, there is some concern about doing what's right for the health of the business and making sure that it would be there come 2021, 2022, and the future beyond. And it wasn't worth cutting off your nose to spite your face and run in a month's time. There's a, there's a lot of teams who just simply wouldn't be ready. I, I don't think I'm revealing too much in saying that um, the DHD team, we were not, if we were to go right now, or if the date had been its original date, we wouldn't have been there. Trucks, The truck's not ready. Uh, we're waiting on parts, same as everybody else. I think with this going down the road, it gives everybody a chance to get their feet back under them, get their businesses going again, get inventories back up, get um, jobs taken care of, get the inflow, the, the uh, revenue streams going again, get the cash flow turning, get to a point where you feel like, okay, you know, business is back in the shape it needs to be. And now we can, we can spend some nights and weekends worrying about the toy. That I think is is a positive thing. It should make for a better show come 2021 because so many guys will be be ready for it to be in a better position to go compete. And that brings me to a point that I wanted to bring up about UCC itself. It's something that I think has been a part of whispered and hushed discussions that I have been a part of even. Not saying I advocate this stance, or but I have overheard it that uh, it isn't the event isn't quite what it used to be. And I think a big piece of that has to do with how we refer to it in the first place. When this thing started, the very first year out in Utah, no one called it UCC. It was called the ultimate call-out challenge. There was a certain awe and wonder about what it was going to be that first year, and you really saw that the second year when it moved to Lucas Oil Raceway. It was really taken as the ultimate call-out challenge. You had some wild stuff going on. The power-driven diesel guys showing up and putting six cut tires on a pulling truck. And just, it, I won't say it's never been done before, but hadn't been seen since the 80s. And actually, I think those rear tires were from the 80s. You had the canuter valve engine from the Waggler shop truck and, and the fact that it was a two-wheel drive. And could Sean Baca put 3,000 horsepower to the tire in the dyno and just all this wild stuff 
stuff going on. And there was a certain sense of uh, a pride. It was it was a dick out in the industry. The ultimate call out challenge. Yeah, I'm calling you out, man. See what you got. You think your shit's fast? Do you think you can pull? You think you can throw down a number? Bring it. Let's see. Let's come on, big boy. And then we started shortening it. We started getting into the jargon. We started calling it UCC. What's a UCC? If you're an uninitiated fan, if you have no idea, if you never you didn't know, I've never heard of the event, never been to it, didn't know, weren't a part of the industry, and someone says, "Oh yeah, I'm going to UCC." Um. Okay. They probably won't even ask you what that is. All right, have fun at your letter thing. But when it was called Ultimate Callout Challenge, that Ultimate Callout Challenge, what are we who are we calling out? What do, what's uh what are we challenging them to? I mean. Can we, can we bet money on it? Let's let's do this. And I think it it behooves people like me, given what my role is with that event and being, I guess, part of the. I don't call myself the media because I'm not I'm not bias free here. Uh, part of the chattering class, I guess. Uh, to go back to referring it to it as the ultimate call challenge and try to restore some of that passion, some of that. Uh, fire in the belly to make this deal go and be be prestigious be important be special not to say that it isn't i don't don't misunderstand but i i really feel like um the 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 the, the dick out side of it needs to come back it's been lost and taking a year off to now back build that could be very very good for the growth of the event and the competition side of it anyhow the DPI, the diesel performance, the the diesel performance industry expo side, I think is fantastic. It has grown and been very very successful. The format of the event, with wanting to tie in with uh, ODSS and bring those guys in for drag racing, it will it was going to bring a certain flow to the weekend and and, and uh, fill some of the dead times. Of course, if you get an oil down, there's not much you can do about that. That's just the nature of drag racing, but. There would just be some nonstop uh, as far as the competition goes. All positive moves, all in the right direction. James and Chris have worked hard. They've been, they've listened to feedback and constructive criticism and what can we do differently and how can we change this to continue to grow it and also keep it on the forefront. And they've done a very good job of that in bringing changes year over year, trying the, the qualifier series to get people in. This year, kind of going back to more of the traditional format and pairing it with ODSS. All these positives, but we got to get away from just calling it UCC because it is quick and easy, but it's also vague, bland, and boring. When it was known as the ultimate call-out challenge, it really had some some fire and some sizzle and some pop to it. And I, th- I think a piece of that has been lost, and I want to work to try to bring it back and bring it back to that really high level and have people excited about participating even it's it's a huge undertaking for a shop and a team to go after this event and i think in the early years of it you didn't care you felt compelled to show what you could do and really unleash it and bring everything you had and i don't know that that's necessarily the case anymore now it's kind of seen as a bit of a maybe a bit of a slog and yeah, something you've got to survive rather than conquer. And referring to it again as the ultimate call-out challenge and p- 
putting that sense of pride out there for something you're going to do anyway um, will help help raise the profile back up of the event. Not that it was not that it was down. Please don't don't put words in my mouth. Not what I'm saying. I'm, I just think that one simple change in how the event is referred to can can raise it back up even higher, and uh, I think it's a good thing. So with the event not taking place now, and that that announcement happened, gosh, it was it was around ten thirty this morning when the word came through. Um, it does free me now that weekend. The Great Lakes Big Rig Challenge, which I talked about yesterday, has moved to that same weekend, July tenth, eleventh, twelfth, up at Onaway Speedway in Onaway, Michigan. I talked to Mike Sturgill this morning. I will be there. Um along with Eves, to announce that show. I'll be the, the English speaker. He'll handle the French. If the border is open. Again, this is very important for that event, that the American-Canadian border be reopened in time for that weekend because more than half of the racers are Canadian. This is a this is Canadian-style uphill semi-drag racing. They're the ones who started this deal. We're bringing it here to the U.S., but, I mean, this is their thing, and we really heavily rely on that reality to to exist for that event to, to go off and should the border be open yes it is going to happen well there's that whole state of michigan thing again which we'll get to in a bit so yes it frees me i'm still going to have go racing god willing that weekend then this afternoon about shortly after four o'clock a story appeared on competitionplus.com that got my attention, and it has to do with the NHRA. The National Hot Rod Association has had their schedule get pushed way, way back because of the coronavirus thing, just like everybody else's. And the intention was to start uh, July 31st, August 1st weekend with a race in Seattle and then go 16 straight weeks and try to cram in as much of a season as they possibly could. There's uncertainties because really in the United States where this all began was Washington State and it has some pretty high uh, numbers in that area, particularly in the Seattle area, not so much out state, but in the Seattle area, there is wonder on the part of the NHRA whether or not the season even can start come that weekend. Now there is some traction and some rumors being floated out there that they'd like to get in a race or two in the month of July at Lucas Oil Raceway. The same raceway where we cannot now have Ultimate Callout Challenge. And who owns Lucas Oil Raceway? The NHRA does. There is supposed to be an announcement next Tuesday, June 2nd, on what the NHRA's plans are, and what do you bet that there will be NHRA drag racing June, July 10th, 11th, and 12th at Lucas Oil Raceway, and not diesel drag racing from the Ultimate Callout Challenge. I have not had time to, I worked all day today, I haven't had time to follow up on Michigan Fair talk with Fowlerville Fair going forward, like I talked about yesterday's show, or any of this UCC business to really get uh, any comment from anyone. I'm only going based on what I see in the public world and connecting a couple dots, and I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but hmm, it's a little too neat. It's a little too neat. I don't believe in coincidences. So stay tuned for that one. 
one piece of hearsay I do have back to the Michigan Fair side of things. I have over, I've heard that there is an email circulating from one of the carnival vendors in the state that there, whoever decides these things at the state level in Michigan is saying that there will not be any fairs or festivals going on statewide. Get ready. Uh, it's none of it's going to happen. Um, I'm going to reach out to the Michigan Association of uh, Fairs and Conventions and see see if we can find anything out and report that back next week. And in addition, try to uh, get some commentary from people connected with Fowlerville Fair, locally with the Armada Fair, and see if we can advance that story just a little bit. So, n- not a real long show tonight. Didn't want to get, didn't have a whole lot. I did just want to cover what took place today because it's been a very very busy 24 hours and who knows i may turn this microphone off flip open facebook or something and there'll be another bomb dropping in our lap and we'll do three days in a row two days in a row is unprecedented as it is so why not three if you're gonna if you're gonna do something do it so that's where we're at um that's all for me tonight uh, if we if something more does develop on any of these fronts and i feel the need to fire the mic up tomorrow I may do that. Otherwise, uh, we're just going to stick and stay and try to develop a program and a show for next week and fill in between the lines. I will be interested. I may hold that show until Tuesday night to record it just because I want to see what the announcement is from NHRA. Anyway, that's it for Sidetrack tonight. Catch you on the flip side. Uh, uh, bye. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.